The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. It's an all new episode. And if you listened to last week, you heard that this is going to be the last episode of You're Gonna Love Me for a while. Well, probably the last episode of You're Gonna Love Me. But I don't want you to fret because I am going to continue podcasting. And there'll be more on that a little later. But, you know, I started this podcast a couple years ago and I was definitely in a different place in my life, emotionally, physically. And I wanted to, you know, have an outlet to to reach all of you and, you know, tell stories and talk to people. And it was amazing and fulfilling and I've loved it. And, you know, I've just changed a lot. I've gone through a major life transition and I want to meet myself where I really, truly am, especially with podcasting. So that is the plan. And I'm really excited. And thank you all so much for tuning in every week, but it's not over. It's just, you know, it's change, baby. I talked about change last week and that brings me to my guest, my favorite guest I've been having on this podcast. She's been a guest so many times. So Dana Gaithen. Surprise. Welcome. You thought you'd seen the last of me. Welcome back once again. I'm so honored to be on for your farewell (laughs) episode. Like you said, not your last podcast, but just the last of this podcast. This, the See You Soon podcast. The See yeah. You Soon. Yeah. So last week I talked about change. And I think, well, the last time we were on, we were talking about the end of the year and moving into the next year where, you know, we were leaving shit behind in 2022. And I know you're, you know, you're always transforming, reinventing, looking to leave things behind. And, you know, what's the updates? How's 2023 going? I mean, my biggest update, I did a crazy amount of online shopping last night. So Ooh. I'm I'm transforming my look and I'm really excited about it. Oh, I got you send me some links because I'm about to just like burn my closet down and start over. Oh my God. It was so fun. And it's been a long time since I've done a big haul and I shopped at multiple different places and everything had good stuff. For anyone who's looking to shop places, I was like Aritzia, House of CB, Mistress Rocks. I'm trying this played place called That's So Fetch, which sounds corny, but they had good stuff that was pretty cheap. Is is that an Australian? I think so. I wore a BravoCon for our panel. I was wearing like a like electric blue like mini skirt from them. Yeah. I mean, it looks to me, I mean, I'll get it in a few days, but yeah, I'm super excited about that. But in general, we talked about what we were leaving behind and I feel like I really did do that. And I started the year off on such a positive foot. And so far it's we're one month in, which is already psychotic. But I had one minor setback of a moment that made me a little sad and made me question if I was still on the right path, but I quickly snapped out of it. And before we started the podcast, we were talking about our current lack of sleep. And I truly (laughs) think that day I was just really tired, hadn't slept and felt bummed out. But like coming into this year, I feel so whole and that it's humbling isn't the right word, but every time I think I've made the biggest stretch of like, okay, this is me. 
this new layer comes off and this new perspective and this continued excitement. So I am living for me right now and I'm having a ton of fun. I've been dating a lot, making travel plans. Like we Mm -hmm. have our huge trip coming up now in April. It's going to be here in two seconds. Yeah. And I'm personally, I'm thriving in 2023. How are you feeling? You know what? I feel very empowered in 2023. I do feel like it's, I'm very much living for myself. I'm definitely more confident in putting myself out there in ways that I haven't before. You know, I was last year, I was very much into like the whole like healing and just taking care of myself and putting, you know, making myself the priority. And now, you know, I'm, I'm much more open, you know, I'm open now to things when, especially when it comes to, you know, like dating and, and things of that nature. But, you know, I'm also still just kind of you know, prioritizing myself and into just having fun and being carefree and focusing on things that I want to make happen. So and just trying to be intentional in all of those things as well. I feel like I'm really excited. I At the beginning of the year, I did my 2023 novel, which I had seen some TikTok about. And it was like a fun exercise where you write it as if it's the end of 2023 and you you save it till the end of the year. So like it's a form of manifesting like all the things you want to happen. And I feel like I've already forgotten most of it. And I'm really (laughs) excited to revisit it because things I do feel like this electric energy and I feel like that's part of it. You introduced me to Chris Medina. Yeah. Who is an incredible psychic medium. He is so amazing. I had one reading with him at the beginning of 2020 in February. So it was like right before COVID happened, the show was airing and he so accurately nailed so many things for me. And his reading, I recorded it. It never left me. Mm. And I had a reading with him last week that was next level. Like I was already feeling good about everything. And then he really locked it in. Like he's so on point. It's terrifying. Like the things that he knows all of a sudden he'll call you out. And I was just like this thing that he knew about that I had been weighing on me heavily that I had been researching the day before. I was like, sir, what? But he made me feel really good being in my own power. Like you said, like I already feel empowered and like I'm on the right path and he really solidified that. So if anyone's looking for a reading or a medium to go to, highly recommend. Yeah. I had, I've had him on twice mm-hmm. and he really is incredible. And incredible. Yeah. I, I fully, I just adore Chris. Shout out to Chris Medina. Shout out to Chris Medina. Can I tell you a quick secret? What? Well, you know this, but let me tell them what? one mishap that happened. <laughs> He was cleansing my place and he was smudging it. And my building is new and has really sensitive fire alarms. And we set off the fire alarm for the whole building. And that was at the beginning of the reading. And I asked him, I was like, is that a sign? And he was like, no, absolutely not. That's fire alarms. What if really hot firefighters showed up at your door? So my- that would have been like, and, and then you would have like fallen in love. And like, I mean, that would have been really so they something. Were, they were like <laughs> hot kind of dad looking firefighters, but- my building manager, she was like, no, our fire house that's down the street, there, there's some of them that are so hot. And when they come, I always get excited to see if it's going to be one of them. But I got the dads this time. Maybe I'll get the hotties next time. Okay. Well, then it, that was a sign that yeah. made me okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'll set it off again just to see. Are you so, do you like like, like a men in uniform kind of thing? Does that do it for you? It very much depends on the uniform, but yeah, a firefighter, <laughs> I could go for that. There's certain uniforms. I It's like that TikTok sound. I can't see. I'm blind. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a good singer, but yeah, no, a lot of them. What about you? I think, yeah, it depends. Like, firefighter for sure. Get it. Doctor but, scrubs. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about like a pilot? Mm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What about like a some like someone doing some like construction? They're dirty. See, that's where I draw the line. That's gonna be a no for <laughs> no. me. No, yeah, that's not as much. You don't my like thing. dirty men. No, just like a, someone maybe sweaty. Yeah, I could do. Yeah, I could go for that. But just like a dirty construction worker that looks like he spent some time in a honey bucket is not necessarily my thing. Okay. What about like a cop? <laughs> I'm sure you can gather what my answer would be to that. <laughs> I was. I wasn't even gonna ask. I knew. I knew you were gonna say that. I plead the fifth. What about like a parking meter maid? <laughs> oh my goodness! I just can't even tell you how many times I've gotten a ticket and been like, "Damn, oh, I could hit that." Bend me over the hood of my mm-hmm. car. Just the best personalities out there. I mean, I feel like the equivalent of that is like half the people on dating apps. A lot of meter made energy. No, oh God. It's not that's not gonna happen for me in 2023. That's not on the bingo card dating apps. apps. Mm-mm. No ma'am. Look, I'm on them. I have a positive outlook on them right now. But yes, you have to sift through a lot of duds. And it's also not even like duds, just some people that are just not for you. But yeah, I mean their dating apps are hard. Anyone that does them knows that. Well, the thing is, I feel like we we go out into the, the world enough to, you know, they're all all the dudes that are on them are out in the world. So the thing is, I'd rather like cut the pen pal bullshit of the back and forth than having to like, you know, curate my personality on in a dating app and just, you know, you can meet the real thing IRL. No, I mean, trust me, would I love to be at a grocery store and like <laughs> knock an orange over and then a guy pick it up and be like, did you drop this? And it's a love of my life, sure. But I haven't met many people out in the world. It's it's a frustrating thing. Well, I like have poisoned my own mind enough to like romanticize my life enough to think that like that's for sure going to happen to me. So I'm going to keep that energy going. Well, you watch a lot of Hallmark movies Correct. around the holidays. So. so it's my own form of manifestation. Mm-hmm. Hallmark. Keep doing it. Well, the thing is, okay, but we speaking of the fact that we do put ourselves out there in the world, we love a good like dance scene Mm -hmm. like we like to go out dancing but I think there's an art form to it to finding the correct environment I mean it's like a dating app it has to be a good fit (laughs) like there's green flags at bars there's red flags and I think we're still on the pursuit of the perfect bar that we like to go to consistently we have one which I don't want to mention because I don't want people to go there but I it's already very packed I've talked about it before but we don't need to talk about it anymore I know secret I, well, listen, I've I've already talked about it, but we'll, we'll not keep plugging it away. That look, that one's pretty close to perfect. But I feel like in in the in the perspective of change, we're still trying to go to more places. And I, I really love that because I feel like truly my first three years in L.A., it was the same places every time and you get into a rhythm and I love exploring new places. There's it's we live in such a big city. Well, and also you got to have like a rotation. You can't just like have the, the you know, mm-hmm. you can't be like one trick pony, you know, like we it's just I don't want to also I don't want to be like a staple at a place like this I don't want to cheers, not for dancing, not for like that kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like you got to be able to mix it up. I don't want to be like that girl that's like, oh, yeah, she's like here like every weekend. Which is currently kind of how we are at our regular place, which is why we've been mixing it up. I feel like we're there enough, but it's not like obnoxious or embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're familiar, but not like, again, like a, we're not a fixture. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I think let's talk about the criteria of what would make. For one thing, like I was mentioning, my favorite Vine back in the day was Tony only dances to Pony. And all of his videos were him dancing to Genuine Pony, like in different areas around the world. Fantastic song also something I like to dance to because it is of the 
era of the mm-hmm. 2000s. So like 90s and 2000s music needs to be a, a presence. Mm-hmm. Current top 40, I don't know. I don't I don't know any of the songs. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I that's where we differentiate because I love that too, the 90s and 2000s, but I can really get down to a lot of different things. But either way, whatever the music is, it has to be something that I'm into that night. Like the music has to be good or it will kill all the other vibes. You can have a great place that's cute with good drinks and cool people. But if the music sucks ass, like I didn't come there for a meeting. I came there to cut a rug. Correct. Well, that's but the thing is you always know that music, if they say it's it's that gonna be nineties, two thousands, you know you're in for a good time. If it's some ob- obscure D- DJ that you've never heard of, so you 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 can't you know rely on them. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna get. Well, we're going to a nineties event this weekend, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Correct. for those music. It's but we're specifically seeking that out. So that's what I mean. I know it's gonna be a good time because mm-hmm. I know what to expect. So otherwise, you gotta you gotta just know and trust the DJ that they that they can kill it. I think the second factor for me is the crowd. And the thing is, I mean, this is LA specific, but there's other places. If you live in New York, Miami, like other big cities, there's so many places here that are so pretentious or it's just like people who really want to be seen. Like it's a very particular type of crowd. Mm-hmm. And I'm very interested in people who just are down to earth and like the, to be there and like to have fun and are dancing and being stupid yeah. as well. So important to me. Well, that's what I mean. A lot of these places that, you know, are playing music, it is sort of like the, you know, we're high, we're playing music dance. People aren't, you know, so you don't, you know, if you're there to have a good time and dance and no one else is dancing, you're like, well, the energy here is zapped. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the I get, yeah, the crowd is very important. Mm-hmm. And also there's like, I like it when there's a mix. I like when there's the, the, the age range is all over the place. And everyone looks different. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a bunch of, you know, carbon copies where everyone looks the exact same and it's all college age, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also like the lack of a cover charge. I feel like that those places are where we've had the most luck. Like if you're going and especially like club clubs, they always have a cover charge and it's always that kind of person. And like they charge you $25 for a Tito soda. It's like, nah. no, thank you. No, no. Uh-uh. I was. I will be here all night and be drinking and mm-hmm. hanging out. I. What am? Why are you trying to rob me? Mm-hmm. I'll spend the money, mm-hmm. and I will tip the bartenders very well. Always. So, like, can we knock off the bullshit? Yeah. Also, I think a place where you don't need it. Like, you can dress kind of like whatever. It's a like kind of like a come as you are. Oh my god, that's that's such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, we've gone almost pretty much in our jam jams to that one <laughs> bar that we love and go to all the time. Like I truly like soft clothes, just, you know, some, I mean, sometimes, sometimes we like try to look cuter or whatever, but I literally have gone there in a long sleeve tee and leggings and sneakers and with my hair in a bun and like no makeup on, not giving a shit. Cause it's also dark and like, who cares? And also can't even crack a window in that place. It gets steamy. Yes, it does. <laughs> can we, can we turn on a fan? Can, can someone blow a breeze through here to the point that you have to go outside sometimes to catch your breath but (laughs) yeah you don't it's like you and there's times and places right like sometimes we want to go to a nice dinner and like look cute and in that way but then other times it's like I love a place where you can so comfortably be yourself yeah 100 percent like the gremlin 
Oscar the Grouch <laughs> trash version of yourself is what I'm trying to be most of the time. So it's refreshing. Well, yeah, for because me. no, no one's going to look at you like, oh, God. And also, like, you could still impress. You know, I don't know. It's just it's very non-pretentious, you know. So, well, and I'm in a phase of my life where, OK, so I had a FaceTime date recently that has turned into many, mm-hmm. many FaceTime dates. And on our first FaceTime, he's like, do you want to talk tonight? And I had a hair mask in. I had no makeup on. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And when he called me, I said that I pointed it out because like, I'm just really done doing things for the male gaze in my life in general. I'm just over it. And I like me. I like the way I look. I like the stripped down version of me. I don't need to pretend to be someone else. And I'm like, I used to on first dates, like get ready and like want them to see me. And it's and it, mind you, if we had actually gone to a restaurant, yes, I would have not had a hair mask in and gotten a little ready, but I don't put in nearly the effort physically that I used to. Like, I'm like, this is me. And men don't have to ever get ready for anything. They literally no, yeah. take a shower and put a shirt on done. And it was really liberating. I was like, well, this I mean, is also the remedy like, going forward. it was what, like at night you're, you're at home. That's exactly how you are in that environment at that time of day. Like the, what you're going to be in a ball gown with glam on. No, absolutely. Not. And that's what I said. I was like, this is what I look like on a Tuesday night. I'm oiling my scalp and my hair. <laughs> And usually a face mask is accompanied and like, yeah, this is me. We're talking at night at home. I'm in my jam jams. So yeah, this is what you get. And he loved it. So I was doing the same hair mask last night. Everyone had another one. <laughs> do with that what you will. Yeah. I mean, I just listen. I'll tell the story another day. It's a little too fresh. Mm-hmm. Fucking the audacity of men. The audacity. The audacity. The audacity or no, no, Dorinda audacity or is that Ramona? Fuck. I can't remember. Anyways, it's old school. All right. So we got to take a break. I'm not really, uh, you know, resolution girly, but you know, we're, we're a month into the new year and I do like to just always consciously try to cut back on certain things like, you know, eating out or ordering in. <laughs> It's just always a good idea. I like to just have things around the house that I can eat. You know, like your mom always to say, there's food at home. I try to I try to do that as well. But I also don't like going to the grocery store, if you know what I mean. But if this is re- resonating at all with you, I mean, I like to cook, but I don't like to prep and I don't like to clean up and it takes too long. You know what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? I like stuff to show up at my door that's delicious and nutritious and ready with a quickness. And that is why I love Factor. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And it's fantastic. Plus, with 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. And it's not just meals. You can round out your meals with a ton of snacks, sweets, juices, tons of other stuff. So, you know, you can just like stock your pantry full of stuff. You're going to have your, you know, lunch, dinner options and stuff in between. It is awesome. But if you are trying to follow a certain lifestyle, Factor can also help you out with that. Whether it's, you know, keto or calorie smart, vegan or vegetarian, protein plush options are always on the menu every week. And again, they're prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians. So every meal is going to have all the ingredients to keep you satisfied all day long, you know? These meals are ready in two minutes and they're delicious. It's so easy. It's like a no-brainer to do this. And I love it. You head to factormeals.com slash loveme50 and use code loveme50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code 
loveme50 at factormeals.com slash loveme to get 50% off your first box. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. All right, we got to take a break. So a question I always like to ask, well, people is what is your love language? Is it physical touch? How about, you know, it's just spending time with your partner or, you know, maybe, maybe it's spicy audio. You know, people get turned on by all sorts of things. And Dipsy has invented a whole new love language with sexy stories for whatever mood you're in. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. Because let's face it, women just, they get this stuff right all the time. And this app is, let me tell you, it's stunning. The artwork is so beautiful and it's so easy to navigate through and search for what you're looking for. And um, five stars, five stars for that alone. And they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. You're going to discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups so basically anything that you've already (laughs) imagined or fantasized about there's stories for that so it's a lot of fun plus it's radically inclusive dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners and 56 percent of stories are voiced by actors by people of color plus you're going to hear stories voiced by celebrities like you've never heard before we're talking Serena J. Jackson, ER Fightmaster, and Luke Cook. Plus, new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read. We're talking some babbling brook, a little bit of autumn fire crackling rain in the background, which is just nice because it helps me relax and turn my brain off at night. So I love that feature. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash loveme. That's 30 days full of access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash love me dipsystories.com slash love me all right back to the show so yeah so the pursuit of more perfect dance locations Mm -hmm. so hopefully this place that we're going to this weekend (laughs) will be another contender for the rotation well i think we're all good at like picking places and trying new stuff and also we just have such a good group that has so much fun when well, we do that. Like the place we went to last weekend, the problem is is down the there it's split. There's an upstairs and there's a downstairs, and the, the downstairs is kind of like where the, the dance is, but the music sucks. Mm-hmm. Upstairs, there's good music, but there's no dancing up there. You have to go downstairs to dance, but it's just yeah, yeah. If you're gonna go it's where we went last weekend, it has to be. It's a you're there for a very specific situation, and it's not like 
an overall mix, like our regular place that has great music. Everyone's dancing. It's in one place. Mm-hmm. Very different. Yeah. Yeah. That, that place is like you come here. You're just you're just hanging out listening to music. You're not trying to like cut a rug. Also, <laughs> I really, <laughs> I've also been really working on this as far as bringing to the new year when we've gone out a lot and it's not because I don't love you guys and love like having fun. But you're, when I'm you're in your 30s, like you get complacent and cozy at home and you're like, God, going out in the world and whatever. But I've really put a new spin on that attitude that's like, I'm going to enjoy every single night out with my friends and I'm going to have a good attitude and just be like, this is going to be fun and go with it. And I feel like it's improving things for me. I'm excited to keep doing that and leaning into that energy as opposed to like looking at it as a chore, like, ugh, we're going out. Like, <laughs> hell yeah, we're going out. Let's have fun. No, it's so much fun. I just like it when it's warmer outside. Oh my God, that too. Yeah, no, this this weather. I, I talk about the weather on this podcast too much. I mean, it's hard. It's Cal- LA is weird right now. It's so hard. It's, I just saw a TikTok <laughs> that someone was like, Californians, when they see the rain is back today or like yesterday, it was like, you know, I'm really sick of this shit. No, like, I'm entirely sick of it. We've been getting it. No, and then, and then it's, today, it's windy. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, like, my face is chapped. My lips are chapped. My face is chapped. It's all too much. But. Correct. We are warriors. <laughs> I was going to say, ladies of the night. We're not ladies of the night. So. We're not ladies of the night, but the intention was there. I get what you were trying to say. Listen, we're damn good time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's balance. We go for walks. We go for hot girl walks. We've been having a lot of hot girl walks lately. Hot girl walks. Hot girl nights out. We're, you know. Hot girl nights ordering in. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we don't go anywhere. Sometimes it's watching a flick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that I'm using like old people language. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So anyways. Okay. So I want to talk about Pamela Anderson. Yes, there's no there's no smooth transition there. But because I just watched her documentary and I mean, I know you haven't watched it yet, but like there's no like big surprises there. But I my biggest takeaway was just how fucking endearing this woman is like I'm obsessed with her. And of course, they talk about the, you know, the other the Hulu Pam series. and Tommy. So I know yeah. I know a good amount. I've seen a lot of other things about and I'm watching it tonight. I'm very excited. But I watched all of Pam and Tommy and it was so riveting. And I had no idea that that is how that all went down. It's And it's sad because I'm sure she felt some kind of way that there's another yet another show about it that it doesn't sound like she had any involvement in. No, and, zero. Yeah. And the, the, the kind of biggest sort of like overarching thing, too, is that their their whole sex tape that was stolen from them and then everyone else made millions of dollars off of she never made any money off of that Mm -mm. she never wanted to make any money off of that she's like i would never take a dime for that sex tape that that sex tape was never meant to leave our possession it It wasn't for public it wasn't for public consumption and then for people to turn around and make a whole series about that whole event in her life that was traumatizing and like ruined like not ruined her career but like it played a huge part in in her career and she didn't make any money off of that. She didn't even get was didn't wasn't told about it. And then, you know, just was and then just opened up a gaping wound in her life. Didn't make any money off of that either. It's like, damn. Like I know. Z- no respect. I when I watched that's why also I I watched she was on Howard Stern recently promoting this documentary and I watched a bunch of the clips and Howard Stern was like Seth Rogen is a historically good guy. 
he was a producer on the show. Did he reach out to you? And she was like, nope, I never heard about him, heard from him. And we are both such fans of Seth Rogen and he is such a nice guy. I wonder how he feels like hearing that, like that they should have fucking reached out to her. The thing is, is that some people don't want to because then what what are you going to do when this person tells you like, no. I mean, yeah, they could still do it anyway, but like that is no, so- No, then you're a terrible person. A lot of people want to, you know, ask, act now, apologize later. Yeah. And I don't, that's not a motto or behavior I subscribe to. Mm-mm. I would always want to be upfront with somebody mm-hmm. and, and try to get permission or talk about it first rather than doing damage and trying to repair later. Do you know what's interesting? I think it was Amanda Knox when they did her Netflix documentary, she was a part of it. And there was one other one that they basically said it felt like taking their power back of being involved. So I wonder if they had come to her, if she would have wanted to be involved in it. I feel like just watching her in this, like she's like, again, just so wonderful. And she talks about how she never really had a good sense of having, you know, a business mind to really brand herself. She said, I love this. Like, thing that she said she goes I just wanted my credit card to work and get my nails done she's like I was terrible with money I didn't have she just didn't have the sense for it Mm -hmm. she's like I was in debt most of my life so I just don't think it would ever have occurred to her to to really even want to capitalize or go back to that place like when she found out about it she was like it filled her with anxiety and Mm. she like called Tommy Lee and was like oh my god and he's like just don't let it hurt you and destroy you like it did the first time like he 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 kind of had like a better sort of like mindset about it but it like wrecked her all over again and her son brandon called her at one point was like okay i watched the first few episodes and she's like oh my god like you could just tell that it's just like was still just something that she just i mean the worst thing that ever happened to her yeah and having that just brought up again 30 years later almost is crazy what do you gather her relationship, obviously Tommy Lee is married and happy, but what do you gather their relationship is like now? Like, are they in regular contact or you think she just reached out because of that? It doesn't seem like that. I, I think it's, it's very much like she's in love with him still. I think, I think she's and every other man that she was with since she was trying to chase and find that same kind of, like she, like she said, that frenzy, that love that, mm-hmm. the, and, and she's never been able to find it. But I think, you know, their, their relationship became so, volatile but you know and she said that she wished that she could have made it work with the father of her children and one point when she's watching these videos with one of her sons like she just starts crying and she's like she basically admitted that you know she's still like in love and she's like this is so fucked and she like gets up and walks away it's like all these years later and she's you know just vows to like stay loving herself and never get married again and she's like that sucks (laughs) i'll never have a husband again yeah, I mean, oh it's, it's so tragic. And no disrespect to Brittany Furland. Speaking of Vine, she was a big Vine person. That's who Tommy Lee is married to. But like, obviously, if he hadn't met her and he was single, we would all hope that they would find each other again. Yeah. And it's just like, it's really sad. Kind of an unrequited situation. Well, yeah, just sort of like an unfinished business. Like maybe all, all these years later, possibly after living a million lives in between that they could. But she just, this woman is so fucking lovely she just is so like loves just her family her kids like she just is so sweet like down to earth like you know like yeah she's like this you know playboy model like 
she like, yeah, looks the way she looks. She loves animals. Been, yeah, her her all of her like they definitely touch on that. Like all of her activism and just it's just she just has such a goodness to her. Like like what she said, who is it? Someone described her like not having like a malicious bone in her body or anything. And that's totally. the, the, the truth about her. And and she just got ripped apart and destroyed by media, by, you know, paparazzi, by so many, you know, people in the industry because of something that was taken from her and exploited. Everyone involved in that should be so ashamed of themselves. It's so mm-hmm. disgusting. It's I mean, it's lots of pop stars and people from the 90s, right? When we look back at how Britney Spears was treated, how we spoke about her, how we used to think that it was okay to ask young women if they were virgins or not, like crazy shit. It's just absolutely disgusting. Can I switch gears for two seconds? About, speaking of second chance at love. Okay, so obviously we're all like, oh my God, Ben Affleck, you know, J-Lo, they found each other again. It's this crazy thing. Did you see those videos from her movie premiere? No, what I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So at one point she's like taking a selfie video and she's like, just here with my hubby, my love. And it's like, he doesn't realize she's filming and he's like, kind of looks a little disheveled. And then he's like, kind of like what at her? And then he sees the camera and he like leans in and smiles and it was her video. So I don't know why she would have posted that. But then there's this lip reader on TikTok who people always send him videos to see what they were saying. There was a video from across the room of them and the lip reader, allegedly, it looked like that, Ben like JLo looked really mad and it looked like Ben said to Jen something along the lines of Jen I'm not drinking I wasn't drinking I promise oh so yeah it's like they have this whole second love and have put out this absolute fairy tale and it seems like Mm. there might be some issues happening there that's a bummer hoping it's hoping it's not and if it is it clears up but yeah I was like oh they oh JLo girl I don't even know what to say about that. That sucks. Yeah, it's just crazy. Anyway, I mean, we can we can cut all that out, but it just was really <laughs> no. It was but like, like interesting but, to but me. the thing is, yeah, you like in theory it sounds. But the thing is, I wasn't really like down for them the first time around. I thought that was a really weird pairing. Really? Oh, I was like J Lo Lovestruck. Yeah, I I was always like I don't get it. I oh mean, my god, I thought it was so. I mean, I guess you know when she like J Lo fied him like cleaned him up, you know, when they were together. And then like when they broke up, he was like a scruff Olympicus because he was rebelling or whatever it was. But well, JLo, work your magic, girl. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just I just didn't quite. I don't know. Just something didn't it didn't quite click for me. I was like, mm, I don't know. But whatever. I I don't know. Another change. Another <laughs> transition. Right. I know. Well, it, Pam, she got, you know, a second chance after all that when she was, you know, went to do Chicago. So, well, yeah. We'll talk about this a lot in the future, but like you can reinvent yourself at any age and you, sh- and you should. You Not sh- only you can, you should. Well, I think that's, yeah, that's something that people, I think they think they have to find their calling, their person, their place in the world and stick to it. That you can't pivot, that you can't just change your mind. And you can. I think you should constantly be reinventing yourself. You, if you want to, you know, Try something new. You should. Sometimes your life has to burn to the ground before you can be who you're supposed to be and come to the things you're supposed to come to. And in terms of reinvention, like 
we're here for a really limited amount of time. And Mm -hmm. I know that sounds so corny, but it's just a fact. Like, leave no stone left unturned. Keep Mm -hmm. trying. Keep going for more things. You never know what you'll find. Yeah, I think that when you're not afraid of change and not afraid of trying new things and, you know, expanding your, your world and your experiences. Like, I think you'll be very surprised. Well, and also it can be perfectly scary and I totally get that, but Mm -hmm. it's about, even if you are afraid, just pushing yourself to keep going. Like that's what faith is, is just taking the next step when you don't know. 100%. And the more uncomfortable you are and the scarier that things are, like, I think when you get to the other side of that, when when you figure out what that is all about, it's really kind of a beautiful moment for yourself because I don't know. That's when you're that's when you're learning and growing. If you stay if you stay in that safe zone, like you're not really learning. It's like still you're not growing at all. You're just you're sort of just stunting yourself. It's like cutting s- it off at the 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 knees. It's like still water. That's where algae grows because it's not moving. It's not changing. Mm-hmm. It's icky. I look back at the version of myself from like three years ago when I thought I was fully formed and I was really getting there. And I was just at the beginning of like my reinvention and big demise that actually led to the best part of my life. And I'm like, I don't even know her. She, she <laughs> yeah. didn't had no idea how much farther I had to go. And that never leaves me as far as yeah. like, I know I'm still, it feels like I've come so far and I have, but I know it's still the beginning for me. Well, I think sometimes when also when you are in like stagnant places or, or let's say when something happens to you and maybe it's like quote unquote bad, you think it's bad. You're like, why is this happening to me? That is often sometimes the universe or whatever telling like forcing you to change or forcing you in a different direction. And if you don't pay attention to that, if you're not willing to have a little introspection, if you're not willing to like really kind of like take a look at the world around you and be like, I'm not doing things correctly here. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm off path here. I'm off course or you need to just switch gears or something. Like that's often a wake up call. Well, not to sound like I was just fucking reading a Pinterest board or a Dr. (laughs) Seuss book. I I feel like we've, no, I feel like we just literally went into like a Pinterest hole right now. Oh, I'm about to rhyme. This is a gap. This is a Gabby thing. (laughs) I always say this to myself. Rejection is redirection and divine protection. Yeah. Say that three times fast, but like, it's true. So just it go is. with it. If it's not this, it's something better. Mm, mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, who am the things I'm like, you've mastered survival mode. Now it's time to live. I have that on a post-it <laughs> note on my computer, my work computer, and I don't even care. I look at it every day. I I'm going to throw up right now. Mm-hmm. It's gag worthy. We are those girls yeah i've become that person my old mirror used to have like 10 of them so i'm glad i'm consolidated but you know what get in the zone because that's when when you when you start saying this shit to you and you start to become it and honestly your life will change like be corny be cheesy be that bitch because honestly that's how my life changed and that's you know whatever i do i do my affirmations every day i write i still write my 10 things i'm grateful for every morning life-changing Yep. Be delusional. Be delusional. Uh, be delusional about how great your life can be and how much better it's going to get. One hundred percent, all the time. That's why, like, whenever I'm talking to somebody and they're just like, "What? Like, is there anything you regret? What would you change?" And I'm just like, "Fucking nothing," because nothing. I've grown through all of that shit. Look at me now. Nothing. Why would I change that? It's brought me here. And they're like, "Oh, I, I would have. Uh, nope. Nope. Wouldn't have." And it's like, I don't care if that's a delusional thought. I don't care if you cringe at me saying that because you thought whatever happened in my life, you know, you would have 
taking it back. No, that's not how I, I'm not a victim. Nope. Anyways, I'm so excited to talk about all the stuff in the future with you, Dana. Me too, girl. <laughs> we have many, many, many other things to copy, to talk about. And speaking of stones that are still left unturned. Correct. Many more chapters to go over. So y'all stay tuned. Because Dana and I, you know, we're going to bring some real realness. So I'll just leave you with that. <laughs> I can't wait for them to find out. I bet they have no idea what we mean. Not at all. <laughs> Not even a clue. I am so excited for this next chapter with you. Me too. We're we're in a we're in a, in our uh, what kind of era is this? What are we calling this era? Prime, best of our life. We're peaking. Peaking. Yeah, okay. I love it here. Well, you know what, you all? I don't. Do we have a rage text? I feel like we got to do one more rage text. I think you need to do the rage text <sighs> because it's your. This is your last episode of your podcast. What would your rage text be? Oh, God, my rage text. I don't want to be too specific with it. I already know what you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, talk about that, but just be really high level. Okay. My rage text is going to be specifically to people who don't text back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Especially when they probably fucking should. When it's owed. Like, come on. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, that's just like, to me, it's unacceptable. It's, I don't mean text me right back, back within seconds. But if you say you're going to fucking text me back, at least by the next day, don't fucking blow me off. Or make plans and, and then, follow through with them. Or, you know what, let me know that you can't. I'm a reasonable person, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But no one blows me off. It's 2023. We're just not doing that anymore. We're not doing Grow that up. anymore. Like if you're an adult and especially if you say that you like other adults, act like one. Otherwise, go play with the kids. Because you're not tall enough to ride this ride. Boom. Good luck to you, Seth. Anyways, you guys, I love you all so, so much. And I appreciate you being on this ride for me for the last two plus years and you know i've loved my family at dear media so much i've been in the best company so many amazing other podcasters and um, yeah stay tuned very soon love y'all bye 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 thank you so much for listening please make sure to subscribe leave a rating and review Follow along on social at Music Kills Kate and tune in next week for an all new episode. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.